Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome to our weekly share, the life and Torah of our leaders. Tuesday mornings, 11.30 with First Seder Bes Medrash, live. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners that will Be'ez HaShem be joining the share. We are continuing our series on Gedoyle Svarad. I think this will be the last in this series. Um, this will be the 13th share um, on the Gedoyle Svarad. That's besides for um, the, the beginning of our series uh, almost two years ago. After Shavuos, we had the Kafachayim and the Arachayim HaKadosh. Arachayim was posted on Torah Anytime as part of this series. So, Baruch Hashem, we have done many, many Gedoyle Svarat. So today we are going to learn about the Pre-Chadosh, Reb Chizkia Di Silva, his name was. And he was Nifter in and about the years, anywhere from 1696 to 1699, not 100% clear. Um, as we will see. Now, the Prichadosh Reb Chizkiah was born in Livorno, Italy. The Chida writes that. Again, we don't know exactly what year he was born. Um, that may depend on what year he was Nifter, due to the fact that um, he was Nifter under the age of 40. Doesn't, we don't know exactly how old he was, but he was less than 40. Now, so the Chida writes, he was born in Livorno, Italy. Darachayim HaKadosh in Pre-Tayar, Simon uh, Yud Tas writes as follows, Ois Yud, he's handling in Hilcha Shechita, he writes, I see that the Pre-Chadosh wrote that in those days when the Sheikhtim used to shecht animals, they used to, the Goyim would also be Saimich, rely on them, the Arab Goyim would rely on them that it should be halal meat, it would be in their, in their uh, world kosher meat. Um, however, the Arabs were makbid that the shaykhet should say, right as he shechs the animal, Allah Akbar. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a common phrase that we hear nowadays. Um, but that's what they, they would say, which we translate to mean, God is great. And um, the Prichadosh, so the Arachayim says that the Prichadosh says that it's a hefsik between the brach and the shechita. And then the Rechaim says, I don't even understand how you can even say it. Forget a hefsik. He says, how could you say it at all? Who knows what those words truly mean? And even though Harav even though the Prichadosh says that their intent is only to say that God is great, like we explain it, Harav Leboki Bilashin Yishmal, the Rechaim HaKadosh says the Prichadosh was not an expert in the Arabic language. He was born in Ari Edom, which is in Italy. Um, the city that I am in right now, the Arachayim, we had a shir on the Arachayim at the time he was in Livarno. He says this is where he grew, he was born and he grew up in this city. And his language of childhood, is not the Lashon of Arabs. So therefore, and then he says, and even if the Arabs told him what they really mean, who says we could trust them? So there's another source that the Arachayim is a source that the Prichadosh was born in Livarno. Now, his father's name, in the end of the Akdama to Prichadosh Yeridea, he writes his name and he writes, Ben, Ladoin Yavi, Ish Tzadik, Tamim Haya of David. So his father's name was David and he says he was a big Tzadik. Now, in the city of Livarno of Italy, he learned by Reb Shmuel Kusta, who was the Rav there in, Italy, in Livarno, and the Chida writes, 
Afterwards, Rabbi Yehuda Sharf came b'shlichus as a mishulach, so to speak. Shlucha de Rachman or Shlucha de Rabbanon Shadar, as we've said in other times. And he was on a shlichus of Chazara Nisak of Zman Belivarnoi. And on his way back to Eretz Yisrael, as we'll see where he was from, he spent some time in Levarno. Now, the Chidon Shem Agadolim on Rabbi Yehuda Sharf, he writes that the Maram ben Chaviv in the Sefer Get Pashut, when it comes to how to write the name of the city Ramallah, he says that there were two Gedoli Hadar. One was Mara ben Chananya, Reb, it's, it's, an, it's a Rosh Tevis and Aleph, I don't know what the first name was, ben Chananya, but Rabbi Yehuda Sharafi and Rabbi Yehuda Sharafi. Vahalach b'shlichus, and Rabbi Yehuda, as we said, went on a shlichus. Vahalach l'livarnoi v'nifter sham, and he went to Livarnoi, and on Livarnoi he was nifter there. So he was from Ramallah in Eretz Yisrael. And then continues the chidah, v'gam ha'ya rabbi shalara prichadosh, k'noi delonu mipizikainim. He was also the rabbi of the prichadosh, like it has been known to us from zikainim. So that was his second rabbi, was Rabbi Yehuda Sharf. Now, another Talmud of Rabbi Yehuda Sharf was someone named Marash Frimoy. Again, it's in, it's in Rashi Tevis, I don't know what Shin stands for. But Marash Frimoy was a friend of the Prichadosh who learned by Rabbi Yehuda Sharf. Now, he is mentioned, interestingly, in the Sefer Ikri Hadinim, also known as Ikri Hadat Dalid Tess by Rabbi Daniel Tirani, in Arachayim Simin Yodal Oitzchav And he says over there, Based on a Taisvis, the Taisvis says you're not allowed to even take off Truma on Shabbos, b'machshava, even just with your mind, not with deeper and action. So you see that you're not allowed to be misaking things with machshava. So the Marash Frimoy said on that, that on Shabbos in the Midbar, since the Mun would take on the taste or perhaps even the actual essence of the food you thought you wanted it to be, so therefore says the Marash Rimai that in the Midbar they were only allowed to think about what they wanted the Mun to be, Erev Shabbos. But on Shabbos you were not allowed to think about the taste of the Mun because it's usher to be Mesakein b'machshava. So this Marash Rimai was another Talmud of Rabbi Yehuda, Sharf, seemingly a Chaver of the Prichadash. Now, in the Hakdama to Prichadish Yaradeya, he writes, Kal Yomai Bein HaChachamim Gidalti, all my days I was raised, Bein HaChachamim, Umibes HaMedrish, Shoachas Atzmi Loi Manati, I didn't hold myself back from the Beis Medrish, even for one Shah. And from, from my existence, until today, I was Oisik in the Dalit Amos Shal Halacha, he was involved always in Limud Halacha. So, Clearly, he was um, he was he was a, a a masmid here from when he was a young child. Now the chida continues and says, When he was about twenty years old, he left Levarnai and he went up to Yerushalayim Irakaidish. Now he went to learn in the yeshiva. The yeshiva is called Beis Yaakov. It was under the Rosh Hashiva, was named Moshe Galanti, who was known as Harav Hamogain. Moshe Galanti is Hamogain, Rosh Tevis, Harav Hamogain. 
And the Chida writes, Shamati mi Talmidai, I heard from the Prichadish's Talmud, Mareinu Rav Yitzchak Kayin Kahuna, the author of the Sefer Bate Kahuna, that on the first day that the Prichadish showed up in Yeshiva Samagain, V'chol Kedoshim Imai Pilpil B'chachma, all of the Bnei Yeshiva, they talked to him in learning, and he was able to show his Bikiyas, and he was able to show his great Chachma. In fact, in the end of the Prichadish Sefer called Mayim Chayim, there is a Taisvis that he asks the Rav Hamagain from Ramosha Galanti. He asks him shot in this Taisvis, and Ramosha Galanti answers him. He ends off the Shaila there. This is Talmidoi Hatzor Chizkia di Silva. This is his young Talmid Chizkia di Silva. And Ramosha Galanti answers him back and he says, Sasa Rosecha, Picha Chachmas He clearly was very impressed with his with his Chachma. Now the Chida also writes Vishamati Sharava Goldo Marash Al Ghazi, Be'ezik Nusoi, the Marash Al Ghazi, one of the Ziknei Svarad, I think he was a Rav in Egypt for a very long time. Um, he was in Yerushalayim at the end of his life, and Hayoloi Nachas Ruach Michorfasai, and he allowed Nachas from the sharpness of the Prichadosh Vayameviel Apapal Imai, and he would bring him to his Bismajish or to his home or to visit him in order that he could talk in learning with the Prichadosh. In the Hakdama, the Prichadosh continues and says, Kadhavatalya, when I was young, Kiven Chafbe Shanim, like 22 years old, Boiba Parakisha Nasasi is when I married, I got married. And my learning, kav, usually kav is a measure, kuf beis, kav vinaki. Here it's a play on words, chaf beis, kav vinaki shanisi. I was able at 22 years old to learn, um, to learn and to be married. I, I seem to recall one of our other gedolim used the same um, phrase, kav naki, with chaf uh, beis. I don't remember which gadol it was. Who was his wife? His wife's name was Chana. She was the daughter of the Reife Rebifal Mordechai Malchi, who was from the Gedolei Chachmi Yushalayim at the time. The Prichadash, another son-in-law of the of Rebifal Malchi, was Reb Moshe Chagiz, well known as the Mishnas Chachamim, and many others for him. And in fact, Reb Moshe Chagiz, in his Chuvish Te'alechem Simen Membeis, he brings Migisi Harav Prichadash. He brings from my brother-in-law the Prichadash. He has a uh, a pilpul in halacha there. Now, when the Akdama continues the Prichadash, and it seems he had, I, I'm not sure exactly what, what his issue was, but he was a little upset about where he was in learning, and he was davening for Siyat Deshmaya. And basically, he says that after he got married, he was this Eurer, finally, as a thank you to Hashem, to, um, to, um, to, to write a Sefer on Dalit Chalke Shogonorach. And he says, Chibur halazel arachayim ischalti. So I started on arachayim. Ach kulei adayin legamarti. However, I didn't finish it from all the tirdas, from all the things I was busy with. Lulei taira haisa shashuei azav ba'odni avadati. If not for the taira that I enjoyed, I would have been lost in my in my troubles. He doesn't exactly say what the troubles were. So he didn't finish arachayim, but then he continues. He says, Avna macharkach. But now this chalik of Yerdeya is what I began. I cannot in sleep. And I was Isaac in this country, in this pamphlet, this sefer, for two years. 
Now, Prichadish Yardea only goes up to Kufchaf Beis. That's all it goes up to. But for two years he worked on it. So that's when he wrote his Sefer, Prichadish and Yardea. And like we said, it seems he already had began and not finished Arachayim. Then he writes, Acher Kaleila, after all this, Soros Rurus Hikifu, Lahavas Yerushalayim, Kitanure Shalachnoi. Afterwards, there are many Tsaris that surrounded the people of Yerushalayim, like the Tanur Avachnoi, that was a Tanur um, made out of, uh, made out of uh, circles, and um, that's Tanur uh, Shalachnoi. Achnoi is like a, is like a serpent that that rolls itself up, piles itself up in a circle. So that's a way of saying we were surrounded on all sides by Tsaris. What happened? In the year 1689, Tov Memtes, Rav Galanti was Nifter, and the yeshiva sort of fell apart there, and there were a lot of um, Parnas issues, and a lot of, it was, the poverty was very bad. So that's what he says, there were many Tsaris. So the Prichadosh was called upon to go as a Shadar, as a Shlucha de Rachmana, or Shlucha de Rabbanan, as a Meshulach Lishlichus, to go out and collect money, bring back to Yerushalayim. And he calls it Shlichus Frankia, the Shlichus of, Fr- of France. Almanas Lachser Yatasi, in order to come back, I left. Now, why did he go to that shlichus? It seems uh, there must have been some mahalach to the different places that people went, because his brother-in-law, Ramayish Chagiz, in the Sefer Svasemis, is handling the different, there were like three different regions. There was the Turkish shlichus, there was this French, um, which is like Western European shlichus, and then there was a third one, I don't recall which one it was, and actually the Turkish one seems to be the mo- more chashev one, perhaps it brought in more money, and he's handling over there a Meshachagiz, and he says, so why did my brother-in-law not go to Turkey? It's, it's much closer, first of all, and it's, it's much more chashev. Why did he go to the one in Frankia? So he writes, he says, because kreivim ashiru muflogim. He, I'm assuming, he, it sounds like he means that the Prichadish himself had relatives there that were wealthy, which sort of makes sense, because he was from Italy, Livorno, so it was more his neighborhood over there. And um, he had relatives there that were rich, at least in that region. And also, another reason is because he wanted to print his safer. Amsterdam was a place of printing Svarim there, um, Western Europe, and he wanted to print his safer. So the Ramayish Chagiz, that's why, who for these two reasons, he went on that shlichus, he didn't go to the shlichus of Turkey, that's like the best of the best, which is more, really more befitting for the Prichadosh. So that's why he went there, and it seems during that shlichus, he was in Italy, he was in France, he was in England, he was in Holland, in, in uh, Western Europe there. Um, now, in the Hakadama to Yeridea, he continues, he says, Many chasodim and nisim happened to me, I am not a kafu yitayvel Hashem. Now, he does not enumerate what the nisim are. And in fact, the Chidah in Shem HaGadolim writes, I heard of many things that happened to the Prichadosh and his Shlichos Bari Frankiyah and awesome miracles. Also, doesn't exactly say what he's referring to, but it seems that he had a lot of constant Nisim. So he traveled around there a little bit, and he writes in the Yakdama, was already a long time on my Shlichos, Adasher Amsterdam, till I finally came here to Amsterdam, Higati, 
Umikak Svardim the Rainis Vikhava Godal Nis Nishabadati and the Svardim gave me presents and they gave me great honor. And he this whole the whole Hakdamat's Kedai to see it's all in rhyme, like Kedarak many of the Hakdamas that, that Gedailim wrote. And uh, he basically says he didn't have money to print his Svarim until some Gevirim gave him some Svarim, some money to print it. I'm ready here in Amsterdam for a whole year. And then he talks about the Beprat, the Morei, the Hadein Asra, the Rav of the city, Zokin V'yoshev Yeshiva. He was a great, an elder of Rosh Hashiva, Rav Yitzchak Abuav, known as the Mari Abuav, Rav Yitzchak Abuav. And if not for his efforts and help, my safer would not have been printed. So I guess it seems that the Rav was also involved in helping with the, with the finances and the printing of the safer. Now, the Chida in his, in his uh, Magal Taif, if you remember, that was his diary that he wrote when he was a Meshulach. And he writes when he was in Amsterdam, so he heard the following. He heard that they had offered the Prichadosh, the Rabbonus in Amsterdam. If I remember correctly, the Chida was also offered that Rabbonus while he was there. But the Chida writes that the Prichadosh was offered the Rabbonus in Amsterdam. Since Reb Yitzchak, the Abuhav was already old, so he would be the main Rav and he would be the secondary Rav, the Prichadosh. And Lachar, after the Reb Yitzchak would be Nifter, he would become the main Rav. So the Prichadosh made two tonight with them. He says, I'm willing to do it for two tonight. Number one, I never want to be dependent on anyone's presence for my, my living. And therefore, I need that my salary should be a very, very high salary. Very interesting uh, request. And whatever they were offering, he asked for double. I think he asked for a thousand ducats. Don't ask me how much that is, but it seemed to be a lot of money. That was number one. And another thing he says is that I can't have any of the Parnassim, the leaders of the city, on top of me. Meaning to say, when it comes to Dine Torah, I have to be the one in charge and I can say what I want and no one's allowed to tell me anything. So they thought about it and they came back and they told him the money they'll give him and they said they accept, they accept his Tanai that no one's on top of him. So he told them he still has to think about it. So he came back to them and he told them that he doesn't think they understand what it means that he has this independence and nobody's on top of them. And he gave them an example. He says, I'm going to become the Rav and then I'm going to get up in Shul and I'm going to talk about a certain leader of the community who has um, non-Jewish workers, women in his home, cleaning ladies or, 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 or cooks, whatever they are, and people are talking about that he's doing Averis with them. So I'm going to announce it in public that he has to get rid of them. And if not, I'm going to put him in Cherem. Um, I think he writes that part of the Cherem. He first, for sure says that he has to get rid of them. And then I'm going to get up and there's a, another leader. And I'm going to say he does these and this Averis. And he has to stop doing them. And so on and so forth. Are you going to be able to accept that? And when the, he says, that's what I meant. And I don't think you chapped. And when they heard that, they said, you're really right. You can't be the Rav here. We're not able to accept such a thing. Um, so that was his Rabbanus there. Um, now, in the Hakdama, he signs the Hakdama in Amsterdam, and he writes, Bishnas, um, this is the year, im etain shnas le'enoi. If I will give sleep to my eyes, etain is in quotations, and that is tof nun aleph. Tof nun aleph. Um, is 1691. 
Divrei HaTarud V'Navuch Afer Ladosh, the one who's busy, the one who's tumult. Mikri Dardekib Yerushalayim. Interesting, he says he's a teacher of children in Yerushalayim. So it seems that, you know, we talked about he was in the Shiva, Moshe Galanti, it sounds like he must have been a teacher while he was there. Now at the end of the Prichadosh, he, in at the end of the Sefer, he writes, Vati Reishis Melecha Zu Melecha Shamayim. The beginning of this Melecha, meaning of the printing of the Sefer, was Reshchaydish Adar Bishnas Esmi Yoiredeya. Esmi is, um, is Gurmatria Tof Nun Aleph, which makes sense. That's when he signed the Akdama. So it was Rishchaydish Adar of Tof Nun Aleph, and it finished in Chaydish Tishrei, and be pre eight Hadar. Pre eight Hadar. Pre eight is Gematria Tof Nun Beis. Tof Nun Beis. And uh, so it took about a half a year for him to finish the actual printing. Um, of the Sefer, in Tofnan Bay, 1692. Now, I happened to be a few days ago learning Hilcha Shabbos, and in Shin Zayin, Sifkat and Hay, the Shari Tshuva over there, brings a Tshuva from, tshuva from the Chacham Tzvi, and he, in Simen Lamites, and he argues very stark on a new Sefer that came out called the Pri Chadash and Yeridea, and the Shari Tshuva writes, V'gam Nosa V'nosa Nimi Pri Chadash Ba'atzmai Pe'alpeh. And the, the Chacham Svi writes that I actually um, had this discussion mouth-to-mouth, meaning in person, with the Pri Chadash himself. If you look in the Tshuva, it, the words are, Uchvar Hechachti Alpana V'yoyse Pa'imanu. I already proved this to him in front of him when he was here with us. Bishasakli and he was quiet. So I'm assuming at that time the Chachamsi was in Amsterdam. I'm assuming I don't know for sure, which makes sense. Here the the Prichadosh was in Amsterdam um, as well, and um, and um, it sounds like they had this conversation perhaps before the Prichadosh even came out. Um, maybe not, but um, it sounds like they had this conversation. The Prichadosh was still a brand new a brand new sefer. After that, at some time, the Brichadish went back to Eretz Yisrael, and he went through Egypt to Eretz Yisrael. Now here he got into a lot of trouble. The Sefer Ginas Vradim, Yeridea Klal Gimel Simi Gimel. Now the Ginas Vradim was the same Tkufa as the Brichadish. He was Nifter in 1712, so the Brichadish was Nifter in, in late 1698, 99, 96, that neighborhood. So he wasn't, and we said the Brichadish was young, the Ginas Vradim was much older than him. Um, so the Guinness Radim says the story as follows. He says, when the Sefer came to Mitzrayim, so they started looking at it, and they found that, that he speaks very strongly against Gedele Yisrael. We know from last week's share that the Beis Yosef was in Skabel, in the Anshei Svarad, Mitzrayim, for sure. Um... He was Niskabel as the as the as the Gadol Hadar, the Paisik of Kla Yisrael, and um, and the Prichadash. Although you know he had respect for everyone, but he also, and we'll see this a little later in the Shir, he also wrote very strongly against uh, the Rishonim and Rabbeinu Agolda Beis Yosef. And and he writes about the Beis Yosef like he's talking to a small Talmud of his. He's not embarrassed to say that the Beis Yosef asserts something that's really permitted. And what happened was a lot of people wanted to put the Prichadosh in Cherem. So the Chachme Yisrael got together and they decided they're not going to put him actually in Cherem. However, 
they called him in personally, Beseser, and they gave him Musser, that he was too stark, and the way he spoke against the Beis Yosef and other Gedolim was uh, too much of a chutzvah. However, even though they didn't put him in Cherem, but Svarim Hanimtsoim Poi Mitzrayim, any of his Svarim that are here in Mitzrayim, Shishako Bevinyan, have to be placed in, in, in Shemus, so to speak. They should be put into a, a building and, uh, and not learned. And with all their kayach and all their strength, they made a cherem. Using all of the curses of the Torah, al das hamakayim and the das of the rabbinu shalaylam shalo yikra adam b'sefer halaz. Nobody in Egypt is allowed to read the sefer like kriyas arayv like kriyas kriyas keva. Whether you're reading it as a as a keva, learning it, or whether you're just took it, taking a little glance at it, no one is allowed to learn the sefer prichadosh v'chasmu by kolchach mehoir and all the chachamim of the city city signed it. They also got the Rabbanim and Hebron to sign him. But this is an interesting thing. The Rabbanim and Hebron said, since the Rabbanim and the people of the city want us to sign it, we will. But we're not Mechabal, this Hebron. And in fact, the minute we leave Mitzrayim, we are going to have the Sefer and we're going to learn the Sefer. We understand what you're trying to do and we support your Hebron, but we don't accept the Hebron. It's just an interesting... Um, an interesting thing, when people sign letters against something, does it mean that they actually agree to that, or they're just supporting the concept of those who do? And here the Rabbani Chevron signed it, but they themselves says we said we don't accept it, we'll respect it while we're in Mitzrayim, but once we leave, we are going to use the Sefer. Now, the Guinness Vradim, like we said, he was Nifter in 1712, so he continues and he says, at this point, the Prichadosh had already been Nifter. So we're talking about between 1700 and 1712 that this story happened. And they came, and they wanted to learn the Prichadosh, and they wanted to know if they're able to be matter the Cherem. Um, now, one of the reasons they said, because since it was made, the covet of the Gedolim, great Gedolim that he spoke against, maybe you're not able to be matter such a Cherem. Besides other, other reasons why perhaps it couldn't be Mutter. So the Guinness Radim is Mufalpel, and he comes out that since the Brichadish was already Nifter, and he says that the Chachmei Mitzrayim were trying to prevent the Chil Hashem. Here you have a young person comes and he writes, Keneged, Gedolim, who knows what's going to come out from this. People are going to stop listening to Gedolim, say you can do what you want. It'll be a Chil Hashem. So the Guinness Radim says, first of all, it didn't happen. And even if it did come out that it was a Chil Hashem, however... The Gemara in Yuma says, the Chil Hashem, a person could get an atonement when he dies. He says the Prichadosh was already Nifter. So even if there was a Chil Hashem, he already got his atonement. And number two, it didn't even happen. So he says, The Bezdin and Mitzrayim should get together, and the representative of the Bezdin should get up and say, Hutar HaKherem, and the Cherem has been, um, has been uh, Hutar. Now the Chida Right, Ukvar Yaduak Bas Kaskamas I'm sorry, Askamas Mitzrayim. It's well known the decision of Mitzrayim Shalilma Tsifray not to learn the say for the Prihadash. He says, You should come and see the wonders of the Rabbinu Shalom, the Ashkacha Pratis. Shaakhare Adararhu, Kimat Niskabal Rabber Tsraim Talmide Harash Al Ghazi, Bayarav Sham Mem Heshanim. He says, after that generation, 
or right after, soon afterwards, who was the Rav Mitzrayim, the Talmud of the Brichadosh, the Rash Al Ghazi? And he was a Rav in Mitzrayim for 45 years. And all his, his Psakim were based on the Prichadosh. So he says, The place where they made a Cherem, not to learn his Svarim, they were Mata the Cherem, and they ended up with a Rav in the next generation, who for 45 years paskined like the Prichadosh in almost everything. And he continues, the, Like we said, the Chidah was a few Dairis later, two Dairis later. He was a Talmud of a Talmud of the Prichad, as she says, and today all the Chachmi Yisrael, Shaisim Mitzama Estevarov. So, in, a, in around about the year Tafnun Dalid in 1694, is when he came back to Yerushalayim, he reopened the Yeshiva Space Yaakov and he had the support of the Gvir. Uh, his name was Rebisol Yaakov Fira, Fira, Pe Yud Reish Reish Aleph. And because of that, the yeshiva now was called Beis Yaakov Fira. It was originally when the when the um, when the Rav Hamogen, Rav, Rav Galanti, um, Rav Galanti was the Rav was also was the Rashi was also called Beis Yaakov, but then it was called Beis Yaakov Viga because the person who opened it was another Gvir from Livarno named Rav Yaakov Viga. Now they reopened it. It's also called Beis Yaakov, also Al Shem a Yaakov, but a different Yaakov, Yaakov Fira. Now the Chida in Machzik Bracha Arachayim Reish Tadi Sifvav um, writes. He's talking about over there the famous Yaivitz Rabbi Yankov Amdin that says the Talmidei Chachamim who learn Be'ion on Shabbos Harehem Mechalim Es HaShabosus They're Mechalim the Shabbos because this is what they learn during the week and it takes a lot of effort. So the Chidaz says no V'chein B'Yerukaidish Yerushalayim L'yomim Arishonim B'Yeshivas Harav Prichadosh in the early days in Yerushalayim, in the yeshiva of Harav Prichadosh, so he refers to it as the Prichadosh's yeshiva, or maybe he's calling it Yeshiva's Prichadosh, Yeshiva's Harav Prichadosh, Aveseinu Sipralonu, our forefathers told us, Sheimapalpkim Be'umka Dedina Be'erev, that even on Shabbos they would go into the depth and learn Be'ion. I think we once mentioned this Chida uh, a different time. From his famous Talmidim, the Prichadish famous Talmidim, we mentioned the Rabbi Tzachak HaKoyen Rappaport, the Sefer, the author of the Sefer, Bate Kahuna, which the Chidah says, Meiri. There was also the Chidah in, uh, in his own family history, he writes that his grandfather, Rabbi Shaya Azulai, was also a Talmid of the Prichadish. And there were other famous Talmidim that he had. Now, his son in the Hakdama to Prichadosh Arachayim writes, V'teiradna eini demoi shalish, my eyes flow with tears, ki b'kaitzer yomim yoga b'tayra. In a short amount of time, he told in Tayra, ki talmid vosik, ben meyashana, like a talmid who was a hundred years old. Ulishar arboim lahigia, but he didn't make it to forty. So that's what we were saying, he didn't make it to forty years old. We don't know, based on around the dates that we know that he was nifter, is when we will say less than 40 years before he was born. And his son writes, I didn't really know him. I wasn't able to draw from his well, because I was very young when he was nifter. Um, now his son continues and describes how he himself had a lot of issues with Parnasa, and he had a lot of children that he was busy with, and one of the Chachamim in Yerushalayim gave him a Eitzah that if he has manuscripts from his father, he should go to Europe and to print them and he can make some Parnassah that way. So he went to Amsterdam twice 
and he was able to print other svarim from his father. Reb David himself, this son, was nifted in Yerushalayim in the year 1641. So now let's talk about the Prichadosh's svarim. So the Prichadosh and Yeridea, we've talked about throughout the year already. And in the Akdamas that we've mentioned, he writes, V'lifnei Raboisai, he says, I learned in front of my Rabbeim, Achal Brirusam Loi Samachti. He says, but I did not rely on their clarity, Alal Bichirasi Uvrirasi. However, I relied on what I chose and what I clarified. Kein Ledayin Alamash Ein Avrois. A Dayin could only judge based on what he sees. So therefore, I felt that I wasn't, didn't have to only go the way my Rabbeim did. He says, and even on the Rishonim, I uh, mumbled against them and I had tainas, and even on some of their words and their psak halach, I argued, um, as, we, as we saw before, um, he argued on um, Rishonim and on the Beis V'shem chibur halazeh prichadosh. He says, I call this sefer prichadosh karasi yain kishmoi kainu because, like its name, it is kuloi malei chedushim. It's full of chadosh of new things. V'chala raya oisa yomer reikizeh chadoshu. Anyone who's going to see is going to say, Wow, look at this! It's new. And he continues and he says, V'gama achroinim arav hamuvok Rav Yosef Karoi v'arav meharama aleim yadeh hanifaisi. He says, and even on the base Yosef and the Rama, I also put my hand over them. V'asogis kveidus alem isagti, and very heavy questions I asked on them. And then he continues about the name, Kishem Zelinoi v'liyoi kishmi b'kirboi nirmaz v'ramazdi. He says, my name is also Marumas in the name. So I'm assuming Chadash, maybe it's it's uh, Chizkiah and Dalit is uh, D and the, I mean, sorry, Dalit, yeah, D, because his name was Chizkiah, D Silva. That was his name, D Dalit Yud and then Silva. So maybe Chadash is Chizkiah, D, and maybe the Shin and the Sin are interchangeable to Silva. Maybe David Dalit stands for his father's name. He doesn't really explain. Maybe it's Chizkiah Ben David Silva. He doesn't really explain, but he says, My name is Marumas. Then he writes, I have testimony of witnesses in Shemayim, I wasn't here just to make trouble and just to Chibur uh, Sisi. I wasn't just here to go and argue and start up with the Rishonim. I did it L'Shem Shemayim. So even though they had big tainas on him in Egypt that he argued on Rishonim and on the Beis Yosef, he himself says, I know it. <coughs> But it was all the Shem Shammai. Now, as we said, he printed the Sefer in Amsterdam. At the end of the Sefer, there's a Kuntris Achron, he writes, a little pamphlet at the end. And he starts off and he says, He by Poi Amsterdam. It arrived here in Amsterdam. Beis Chiburim Two brand new Svarim. One of them was the Shuva Shar Ephraim, And one is the Sefer Beis Hillel Shochen Arach Yaradeya. And since I was very busy with many things, and the printers were, were pressuring me to finish, I wasn't able to really go in depth into these svarim. So I learned through both of these svarim for about a week. And I found problems in them that uh, things that are not correct. So therefore, I wrote them down in this little country all of my tainas on these two svarim that he learned them in a week because he was too busy. Someone who is ma'ayan, he will choose between what I wrote or what they wrote. 
So that is the Brichadash and Yardel, like we said, he printed it, Tafnun Aleph, Tafnun Beis in Amsterdam. Now, on this Sefer, the Prichadash, we mentioned this way back in the Arashir on the Arachayim, the, the Arachayim wrote a Sefer Pritayar to answer and argue on the questions and the, and the Shtiklach Torah that the Prichadash um, wrote. And in fact, it was printed in a Sefer together called Peiras Ginoiser. Ginoiser is this lush, fancy fruit um, full, of, uh, full of juice. So Peiras Ginoiser, because there's two Svarim, Prichadash and Pritayar, they both surround the Shulchan Aruch in, in the middle. Now the Chida writes that when he was younger, and he was in the yeshiva together with the Arachayim, he was in the Arachayim's yeshiva, I'm sorry, um, he went with the Arachayim and the all yeshiva to Davin by Kivrei Tzadikim in Yishalayim. And the Arachayim was by the kever of the Prichadosh for about a revasha, about a quarter of an hour, 15 minutes, which sounds like it was a long amount of time that he was davening there or speaking there. And his lips were moving, says the Chida. And we all understood that he was asking Mechila from the Prichadosh for writing a Sefer on the Prichadosh. And he was telling him, Kilashem Shemayim Nizchavin. Which really, like the, 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 uh, the historians write, I mean, the Prichadosh himself went very strongly to argue on those before him. So it can't be such a taina that the, that the Arachayim HaKadosh did the same thing on the Prichadosh's own Sefer. The next Sefer is Prichadosh on Arachayim and Eben Ezer. Like we said, he wrote a little bit on Arachayim and a little bit on Eben Ezer, some on Gitin, Chidushan al Rambam. And this was his son the first time he went to Amsterdam, like we mentioned before, in the year Tov Samach Vov. Um, Tov Samach Vov, which is, um, which is uh, 1706, 1706, which again is, is not so long after the uh, Prichadosh was Nifter. And it's interesting, in that printing, the first printing of that Sefer, there's actually a page, a dedication page in Spanish. And uh, I don't know if you can see it over here. In Spanish, full long page. It says on the tape, Dedicatoria. Who is it? To Sir Jacob Pereira. That was Rabbi Yaakov Pereira. He was the Gvir. And at the end, it signed on the bottom, David D. Silva. David D. Silva. So this was uh, for the Gvir, Rabbi Yaakov Pereira, who seems had given him money, as we'll see in a moment, to help with the Sefer, and was a big supporter of, the, of his father's yeshiva. In the year Tuf Tzadi, um, so Tuf Tzadi, um, Tuf Tzadi is already uh, uh, um, 1730, um, right, 1730, so that's when he printed Arachayim and um, Yaredeya. Arachayim and Yaredeya, this was the second time, as we said, he went to Amsterdam twice. His son printed Arachayim and Yaredeya and Likutim, and in the Hakadama there, he already is writing, and he says that Rabbi Yaakov Fira was Nifter. He says, He's the one who planted learning and in, in Eretz Yisrael, in Yerushalayim, even though he was from a distance. And the first time that I came to, to uh, print my father's farim, he gave me a Matana Haguna, which makes sense now that why there's this long dedication to him, because it seems he helped him out a lot. So now when he was printing later on, he had already been Nifter, and he writes a little bit of a hespit on him over there in the Hakdama. 
The next day for the Prichadosh is Mayim Chaim. It was also printed in Tavtsadi together with the Prichadosh on, uh, on uh, Orachayim in Yaradeya. And it is Chidushim Amishnayis on the Bartanur and Taisiz Yantif. It's also on the Rambam and some Chuvas. He also wrote a kutras called Ben Ashmashas, all about Ben Ashmashas. It was printed by his brother-in-law, Reb Ezra Malchi, in his Sefer, Shem and Lamar. And then later on, it got put together with the Sefer Mayim Chayim. Now the Chida writes that he also had Shittas B'Talmud Al-Derech HaEmes. He had Pirushim An the Talmud Al-Pi Kabbalah, Hakdomas Ha'arizal, V'tzival Agoinzam. But the Brichadish said you should be going as them for whatever reason he did not want them to exist anymore. And the Chida writes when they were going as them, they also happened to have by mistake been Goines, part of the Prichadosh on Hilchah Shabbos. So while they were being Goines, his, his Sefer on, uh, on, on Shas, some of his, his Sefer on Hilchah Shabbos was also a Nignaz, and therefore it was, it was lost. As we mentioned before, he was Nifter in and about the year 1697, 98, 99. Um, um, the date of his Petira is also not so clear. Some say it was Chavtes Kislev, and he's buried on Harazetim, and right next to him is buried his wife, and it's not far from the Arachayim HaKadosh over there in Harazesim. If you ever went to Harazesim, when I went a few years ago, I was going to the Arachayim HaKadosh, and on the way I saw the Prichadosh. Um, I, I didn't know he was there, but I was able to be there at the Prichadosh's kever. So we'll end here, but I just want to end off with a Prichadosh. Say over a Prichadosh, because it's Lag Boimer this coming Thursday is Lag Boimer, and there's a very famous Prichadosh in Tov Tzadi Gimel, and he says, Yesh Ledaktek Lesimcha Zulama. Why are we Besimcha and Lag Boimer? Why are we happy? If you say, like it's brought down in, in Shulchan Aruch and Mishabura, Imishum Shepasku Lamos, because the Tamidi Rebbe Kiva stopped dying, Mabikach. So why are we happy? It's not like anybody survived. So if you tell me more were supposed to die and they stopped, so maybe there's a simcha that they didn't die, but they all died. So even if you say that you don't have to mourn anymore because they're, they, they, they stopped dying, but why are we happy? So the Prichadosh says, maybe the Simcha is for the Talmidim. The Rabbi Kiva afterwards went and was Maimid five Talmidim. As the Gemara Yavama says, The world was desolate. There was very little Tyre in the world when all these 24,000 Talmidim were Nifter until Rabbi Akiva came to, to Rabbi Seinu Shebedarim and he and he and he was maimed five new talmidim, and they are the they are the so to speak the fathers, the source of all our Tairish Abalpeh until today. So the Prichadish says the Simcha was the Tamidim Shahisiv Akrakah Shaloy Mesuka Elu that they didn't die. Meaning Rabbi Akiva twenty four thousand Tamidim were not Roy to continue the Messiah's Hatira. And that's not something that were Besimcha when they stopped dying, there was nobody left. But the fact that when Rabbi Kiva continued teaching the five new Talmidim, these five new Talmidim did not die. Adarabba, these were the Talmidim that continued the Messiah of Klai Yisrael. Rabbi Kiva was misaking, so to speak, whatever pigam there was in the first set of Talmidim. And that is our Simcha of the Messiah of Klai Yisrael continued. A Simcha of the fortitude of Rabbi Kiva. That even though he lost 24,000 Talmidim in such a short time, he still did not give up. He went and he was mamed five new Talmidim, and these five new Talmidim, like the Gemara says, Babaikir Zrazarecha, 
The Gemara says over there in Yavamis, we learned recently. In the morning, in the morning, you should uh, you should plant, but don't stop in the evening because you never know which one is going to one that's going to be successful. Rabbi Akiva planted twenty four thousand talmidim. We have nothing from them, not one dvartera from them. But the five new talmidim, besayf yamav in the erev in the evening, when he could have given up, he didn't. He kept on going, and he was misakin whatever chato, a, a pagam there was, and he was able to remind these talmidim. That is the simcha vlag boimer, the continuance of the Messiah of Kla Yisrael, our Messiah. This is the vart of the prichadash, and we should talk that lag boimer should be a simcha, a simcha of taira, a simcha of Messiah's hataira, a simcha of a simcha of chizuk in taira. According to the prichadash, that is what the day is all about, and we should be zeichet to the greatest simcha. The coming of Mashiach, Bimheravi Amenu Amen. Everyone should have a wonderful day. Call Tov.